Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Oh. Boy, I got to tell you, we've been so busy lately. What with, you know, moving, my brother John, turning off my location, so much to do. (laughs) It was a ridiculous thing to say. (laughs) Turning off my location, getting her a new phone so she wouldn't track me. Finally, finally hearing that her father doesn't know that she's going to marry me and stay here. Been busy, Carl. It's just been so busy. Mm. It's been very busy here in 90 Day Land. Uh, Y'all, this this is reality gaze. It is. We are remote, but as Poodle says, goat. (laughs) And I still feel like you're about to start... I still feel like you're about to start knitting in the chair you're in. If you're watching, y'all, it looks like he's in a dentist chair and there's that terrible basic frame that everyone has next to you. Sorry to call your mom basic, but that's a basic frame. Oh, no, Uh, but this is a picture of my little nephew who just got engaged. and It's still uh, a word art frame. It's It's still a word art frame. It's got Tinkerbell on here and it says, clap if you believe in fairies. And... She believes in her son. <laughs> it actually she says also, just clap if you believe. Well, yeah, but they it, thought it the was fairies it, on it. Yeah, I I know, but they, nice they, they 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 she didn't want to she didn't want to fully admit to fairies. No, it's true. I also there's some <laughs> word out that says uh uh what is there's a pillow what does this say uh oh be our I guest. Had I had to purge Mother Poodle's house of two things of word art, which she promised were given to her. She did not buy them. But I, I threw I threw them both in the trash. She's like, I don't care. Oh, okay. We'll see if they're back. Yeah, she's- My mother has another. It, 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 it's not hung up. I'm using it to sit my computer on, but it says, what does it say? No one cares. Um, got a picture of two iced teas with lemon in and it says you can't act southern you're born southern uh, but, she, <laughs> but she's I'm originally like, but from she's Alabama from, right no 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 my, no my mother's from, from Texas and y'all and we don't think that's the south it's it's own thing it's its own there, thing there is, a, there is a weird cultish 
thing about being from the South. And I don't know why anyone who's not from the South would want to be. Like, it's something I grew up with. So it's something, it's an identity that I and I have a very uneasy relationship with. Um, But I'm proud of some things and horrified at others. But I find that there are some people who are, especially if you're at Cracker Barrel, they're very interested in being Southern. And I I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, I don't get it. Because Texas is Texas. Is Texan. That's it. It's a, well. She right. speaking of. Hold on. Oh no, we're we're doing a show here. Hopefully, we cut this. I can't hear you. My headphones came off. That's oh, what I'm saying. Also, hopefully, we hopefully we cut this. No, it, you, people you, you know that we're you literally got up out of your seat. People know it's live. We're doing it live. She also has, this is like for games or something, but it says, uh, you might want to thank your lucky stars for something. For your lucky stars. You're in Texas. You're in Texas. Barf. So she's got a lot of Texas stuff. She's got a lot of Texas stuff too. I'm gonna wear I'm gonna wear the shirt that I'm wearing right now that says you can't see it now. Maybe you can. It says uh, men shouldn't be making laws about women's bodies. I'm gonna make that. I'm gonna wear that in Texas. I'm gonna wear the fuck out of that. You wear it. Speaking of y'all, we'll be in Dallas on July 8th. It's the family show. All my mom will see it. We'll uh, be in Dallas on July 8th, and then we're gonna be in Austin on July 9th. We're I'll Ronnie. Say, I'll say. Mother Mar, do you like my shirt? Uh, I think she probably would, actually. Uh, and yeah. then on July 9th on Saturday, we'll be in Austin. Ronnie Karen from Watch What Crappens. Ronnie from Watch What Crappens is going to be joining gonna us. Talking be about there. Southern Charm. And the Reens are going to be joining us talking about pig royalty. That's going to be a chock full show. Chock full. Oh, and you already have a special shirt for that show. I do. You do. I could not so, wear it. It's a rainbow pig shirt. It is a rainbow pig shirt. So yeah. um, anyway, y'all, be sure to see us online. We also, speaking of women's bodies, uh, our charity for July, going into July. July in the Sissy uh, Squad. Or yes, for, we're going to do an Instagram as charity as well. We are doing an Instagram post because I accidentally did it, and I've got to unfix it. But there's a way you can do it. I just don't know how to do it. But I'm going to figure that out. We're going <laughs> to... Our charity is the Bridget Alliance, uh, which actually helps. Um, uh, the Bridget Alliance is a referral-based service that provides travel, food, lodging, childcare, and other logistical support for people seeking abortions, and they prioritize clients beyond 15 weeks of pregnancy. So, yeah. again, because it's we, harder in some places. Yeah, yeah, we know what we know. Everyone's. Uh, we said this on the part one. We know everyone is furious. We're furious for you. And I'm furious just from from a human rights perspective. Um, so know that we're all angry. Um, it's time to do something. Get so. fe- feel your feelings, and then think about what you can do. And okay. that is whether it's having conversations with people you don't agree with, or being in a protest, or getting involved with. Uh, a, a specific charity or get involved in a political cause, this is something it's time for you to make your voice heard because that's how we'll, that's activism. And that's how we get things done in this country. Exactly. Giving your money is wonderful, but, and if that's all you can do, we get it. But if you can really try to do something more, we really need to do more because the majority of people in this country do not want this, do, do want rights for women. Absolutely bodies. not. And yet, though, because we didn't organize as well, it's been taken from us. So right. uh, organize, organize. And give if you can. Again, it, go to our Instagram and our Facebook group. And you're exactly right. Uh, we Not us personally didn't organize as well, but uh, the, 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 a party who has done this organized better. Yeah. So it's yeah, just that's it's just not, it's, you need to know that. 
And so for us, again, it's not political, political, it's human rights. So, um, also we want to remind you that what was the other announcement? And let me look real quick. Uh, we also remind you love after lockup comes back on July 29th. We're going to be, it's actually life after lockup, right? Life after lockup. Yes. Yeah. Life after like July 29th. Uh, Again, we mentioned Southern charm, 90 day UK. Some of you are still asking about that. We're hoping. We know it's airing. We don't know if it's going to be on Discovery on in the U.S. Uh, y'all, a lot of weird stuff's going on with Discovery because it's merging with HBO. And I just read an article yesterday saying they don't know when that's happening, but they do want that to happen soon. So uh, supposedly just- next year they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get out the rest of the year. Supposedly that's what I read. In so, deadline, anyway. um, but as you know. We never know. So that's the one thing we know for sure is that we never fucking know. We're what's going fucking on. clueless. We're clueless. So um, anyway, but we will be covering 90 Day UK. We're gonna suck. We're gonna suck Nigel's Nigel of Nigel's wife's dick, and we're gonna get that subscription for you. And we will be Nigel. Have you heard about this? These new guys who are doing a show about 90 Day UK. Chauncey, <laughs> go get go get mother's teacup, please. <laughs> Nigel's wife. Um, oh, enjoy her. So, y'all, let's just jump in. Then let's like we've we've talked about uh, and we talked about Southern Charm is back. Check us check us out there. Uh, Below deck med and below deck. Un, down under we are both covering and that'll be coming out in july 11th july 12th ish um so july is gonna be a month it's gonna raw dog everybody it's so july get ready when, i'm laughing because <laughs> july is when everything is coming back and we decided to go on vacation because we have no I, idea to schedule i don't know why we decided to do that but it was when we chose to take vacation we will be taking you guys, we will be taking you'll, it, the, your schedule shouldn't be disrupted that much. There's only one week that we just won't be covering 90 Day, um, and that is the show I believe that airs on July 24th. Um, that's the one thing we said we have to take off uh, because we haven't had a vacation. Yeah. We haven't had we haven't not we have not not covered a 90 Day Fiance show in three years. So, and I think because I think Plathville would be done by then, right? Almost certainly. So Plathville should be finished. We might have a, we might have a, we might have a classless, we might have a classless one of the part two tell-alls. And I think there might be a below deck that airs during that time. There will be a below deck. Yeah. So you're going to miss the, any show, we're not going to go back and cover them. We're just going to watch them and we'll just, the next week we'll cover the hits. Yeah. Yeah. Just cover the highlights. I like my favorite way. Hits and misses. It's and misses. It's and misses. Someone should think of using that term. <laughs> I'm such a. I, I'm. I, I'm just such an. Uh, I, I. I. Forgot the word. I'm just. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, we better go. I'm. Um, uh, yeah. Let's just do it. So, can I point out something that? No, but sure. So everybody else. For the most part, I'd have to look through on this one. We fast forwarded um, with every couple is basically 30 days out from getting married, basically, except yeah. for two. And those two couples, I am Poodle's defense. Those two couples I, I, are. I know. I was going to really talk about this. Patrick and Thais and Eva Mohammed. Patrick and Thais are 48 days out to wed. Even Mohammed are only, they are still have 78 days yep. to get married, y'all. Yep. This was that they were the real, they were the ones. If I was a betting man, I would say they would have, they had the most problems. Yeah. I still and think Patrick is, and Tite may wind up together unless she has a meltdown because he wants to marry her. He does, although Sadly. he's really Sadly. putting his foot down about this dad thing. This is episode 11, so we're probably going to get like five got to six like, more episodes. Maybe four or five, and then two tell-alls. So, y'all, 
The writing's on the wall for Eva Mohammed and potentially Patrick and Tice. So let's talk about Patrick and Tice. So kind of an explosive episode for them in a way. So we wake up the next morning after he threw money in a credit card at her and everything Been seems there. to be okay. Um, and they don't really talk about it at all. Well, I mean, they did. They kind of we saw in the end of the episode. They both kind of had an understanding of one another and felt better about it. Yeah, we but did. He basically, says, they did. Let's go to Vegas. Let's go to Vegas tomorrow. Let's just do Vegas. And she's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "We're gonna see my little brother and his husband, Carlos." And I was like, "Whoa, more gay content, y'all." This, and see, but this is making me uh, that part of me start to love Patrick again because he's also gay friendly and gay affirmative because he loves his gay brother and. He's still he shitty, big, and she's shitty. A, I think they're she's both shittier. I think she's shittier. Okay, I, I will say. I, 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 I want to say there are two ways to look at the situation as we go, as we continue on. Um, and I can kind oh. of see. I actually see her point. I don't agree with it, but I can see it. Um, okay. So, y'all, they're in Vegas. We find out that. He moved to Vegas in high school and lived there for 14 years. There's so much of his backstory we do not know. He's originally from Boston. Uh, they all moved to, and he actually says, uh, when he tell he tells her a little bit more backstory, I don't know if he has told her all his backstory, but he says, when I lived here, my mom was really messed up on drugs, but he uses this phrasing. I don't know if this is for her to understand what he's saying or it's a very childlike phrase. He says her drugs were really bad. And uh, uh, and he basically says, so I left and Matthew stayed with my family. So y'all, this is a family with lots of generational trauma. There is no yeah. doubt about this. Definitely John's problem with alcohol is is rooted in his mother's drug abuse. There is yes, no looking no, yeah. outside from that. And Patrick talks about uh, his brother, Matthew is his younger brother. So he felt right. he, 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 he said, I felt bad. Basically Patrick still feels guilt that, which is, it happens to a lot of older siblings that they're in an abusive home situation. And they're, and they, they say, I need, need to get to out leave. for myself, but I have to leave my younger sibling. So, a lot of just, again, a lot of fucking layers and complexity to his backstory yeah. that we keep finding out. And so, yeah. also, don't you feel like, unless you're born in Vegas, and come at me, sissies, maybe if I'm saying something inappropriate, but don't you feel like anybody who moves to Vegas, unless they're moving for a career, like they're moving to work at Caesars Palace or something in a job, do you feel like anybody who moves to Vegas is running away from something? 100%. But that I can say the same thing about Los Angeles. Um, well, that's that's true. That's true. Boy, that was a real. Or or but in, in Los Angeles, you're chasing a dream a lot of times, and so are you in Vegas. But in Vegas, he said his mom came to work as a job, so I don't know yep. what she was there to do, but she obviously oh, had okay. drugs. I didn't hear that. Okay, okay. So, uh, but this is. So she's like, oh, I'm going to meet your brother. And she's, you can think, you know, she's thinking, please don't be like John. <laughs> please. please. Now, this is what I, this is what I need to ask you. If I was Thais and he was telling me all of these things, I guess I would ask follow-up questions or say, I'm sorry that happened to you. Maybe it's a language barrier, although he speaks enough Portuguese. No, she's not even concerned. She I just I, that is why she hits her dumb. That's where I. This is why I kind of I have to go. I have to go, take a step out and say I do still love Patrick because he did a really fucking shitty thing, but it was but it was out of hurt and out of. I and don't not love any of them, but yeah, I get you. You get what you're saying. But whereas, but you're so right with Thais. It is like she never ever considers how he's feeling and we're going to talk about this later it's really we're gonna talk about that more yeah 
what she does to him at the end of this episode, which the episode is called, I forgot, we didn't say this in part, it's called How to Marry a Stripper, which is maybe How to marry a one, of the most, one of the most brilliant titles of 90 Day Fiance. That was really good, I thought. So, anyway, they do meet Matthew and Carlos. I love the um, show! I love it! Oh, question for you. Patrick yes. is in his late 20s, right? Yes. Maybe 30? Yes. Uh-huh. John is at least 30-ish. How old is Matthew? Uh, I just need to know. I, what, let's I do this. Know. What is the range of age Matthew could be? Well, Patrick looks younger, too, because Patrick kind of has, even though he's muscly, he has like a chub face. But Matthew is super slim, and it, I think it ages him more because he's probably— No, Matthew know, looks is, young! Oh, she looks young to you. Oh. Yes. I think, Matt, I think Matthew's probably like 28, 29. You think younger? Oh, I think it's the braces that age him down for me. I knew we were going to talk about the braces. No, Adult braces, looks, y'all. He looks 25 to me. I did go back and see. I kind of was paying more attention to his boyfriend, who was really cute. His husband, Carlos, is hot. But that's uh-huh. what I'm saying. This Carlos is obviously older than Matthew. So yeah, I think and it, so. but I'm saying everything about I mean, Matthew's him, cute, but Carlos ooh. Matthew's okay. Carlos is hot. He's Let's cute. be honest. Yeah, he's cute. Carlos is, Carlos is also apparently not speaking. Carlos is mute. Um, yeah. but I wrote down. Uh, he basically says Matthew basically says he was uh, he, that he's like yeah you're not from here blah blah blah. And she's like, so when are you, you going to get married? And she says, my father's a little jealous. And and she says, but he doesn't know we're getting married. And she just throws out that bombshell. And she later says she messed up and she just left out with it. And Patrick goes. Which I believe. Huh? Oh, yeah. I, goes, I agree. What? And at one point, Matthew says, do you, do you really want to marry my brother? I don't, I don't understand. And she's like, yes, I do. But I just don't want to tell my father. And he's like, and you could see Patrick saying, I guess we'll talk about this later. And it was this moment where, and she even says to him, don't tell my dad. And so now she's made him complicit in her lie. It's official. Yes. It's official, and also, this happens more later, but also, too, what is the one thing that these three boys never had? Uh, a father? Oh, well, I was going to say a family. Stability? Yeah. Stability, a stable family. So for Patrick to know that he's already entering in a relationship. Yes! Thank that you. That is so, the, the, the lack of understanding that Thais has in that. And, no. And I'm sorry. They speak me, the same language, y'all. He knows Portuguese. She let should me know make better. This, let me make this very clear. This is 100% self-centered from her. She is not considered about how her father's going to think about Patrick at all. No. This is about no. her being worried about telling her father and her being worried about her father's opinion of her, not her partner. This is and we've, all yep. about that. It's and all it's, about And we've it, already I, honestly, seen that with disgusting. John. Yeah. Yep. And we saw that with John. I know John. John is. I can. He is triggering. He's got his issues, and Patrick is taking is kind of helping his brother out of a tight situation. And the the same thing where she takes into no consideration of their situation. And I think you just said something so. It just made me click. She said, "How is it going to look with her father?" And I realized. That is everything for her. What is Instagrammable? How does it look? Because it makes sense now, Poodle. The second house they moved to in Dallas, she didn't like the way it looked. Because if you looked at the house in Austin, it looked bigger because it was one story. She wants to look like she lives in a big house. She wants to look like they drive a Tesla. She wants to look like they're going on great trips. All of this shit, it's all just about appearances for her. And it's it's interesting because... She knows all he has told her. We we were we were we were confused that he hadn't been open with her about why he lives with John or this the history of her 
of his of, of Patrick's family and his trauma. Mm-hmm. Either she doesn't have the emotional capabilities to understand that and empathize, or she doesn't care. It's one or the other. Because um, I think he's told her. Because he said, I told her, and we were like, did he? But after seeing yeah. this, her disconnect from emotions, and then the way she can just flip and be like, ah, 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 let's get married. I went, this woman's crazy. Well, I think she's. she keeps saying my dad is so jealous. I think she means overprotective. But there is yeah. something that is so weirdly, I'm not saying it's an incestuous vibe, but there is something that is so enmeshed father and daughter that she's afraid to say anything because she's so afraid of disappointing her father. And y'all, that, that's why I said in the beginning, I didn't think she was, she had one foot in America and one foot in Brazil. And I think she was going to do it for as long as she could. And if something pissed her off, she was just going to go back to Brazil. And I still, I still stay with that. Um, I, I don't, I think of her as, and I'm, this is not a nice thing to say. She's not a serious person. He is a very, he is a very serious person who wants to get married. Patrick is, she's not a serious person. She's not a serious uh, person. Yeah. And I, I, people have, people have said, why are you so hard on her? I just. I see her as someone who's a, one of the things that really gets to me is someone who can ignore someone else's pain. And I feel like she is ignoring everything Patrick is telling her I, about I, what he needs. And yeah. I think so too. And I feel like, uh, I, I feel like I don't think there's anything to feel sorry for her about. Like she comes from a, a family that loves her and supports her. She talks about how much she loves her grandmother, yeah. her father. She doesn't come from like, she has, it's not like um, Paul and Karini where she comes from some poor little village. That's like, that's, she right. doesn't have that life. She had a good life. She seems to have a very blessed life or whatever word you want to use. So why do we need to feel, and she says she doesn't care if she lives in the U S or not. And she'll go back at any time. So what is there to feel sorry about with Thais? Yeah, I'm I'm the same. Uh, the next thing he's she even says to him when they're fighting about this, she says, "I'll." He said, "This is not okay for you to not tell your dad." Then what is your father going to think of me? Because if they get if if they were to, which is her idea, they get married and then they tell him. There's no way the father will ever repair a, a, a thing with Patrick. She might be okay. No. He might be okay with her later, but he's always going to think of Patrick as the man who stole my daughter. And I, I just yep. can't, yep. I can't believe she doesn't see this or she's not, she, maybe she's just not concerned. I think both. And I think because here's the deal, y'all parents, 90% of parents, if they, if their kid does something, that is that's too painful for them if they have if they're in a relationship with a spouse a partner they're a parent is always going to blame the partner or spouse hundred percent always hundred percent their ears oh well they told jenny to say that she would never say that yeah so yeah. The, she she's gonna call her dad and he's like it's like don't say anything he's like i'm not gonna be part of your lie and he leaves good for him and the it's I I think he's had to have been in therapy. He had to have been to be able to be yeah. this kind of kind of aware of 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 how he feels and what not to do. So she's basically saying, "Think, Dad's like, well, have, have you decided when you're going to come back?" And she's of course not saying anything. And she's like, "Not yet." And he's like, "She's like, my dad will understand it later." And for her, you guys. And I kind of understand because she's had a the, the father's been such a big impulse in her life. She's saying it's easier to ex- to lie now and explain later and just do it. And then but she is not. However, however, let me finish. However, she's not thinking about the other person involved. She's only thinking about herself and getting out of her dad's uh, poor judgment. It's doesn't she does not care one thing about how he appears 
to her father. No, she doesn't. And I'm trying, you know, I tried to watch this and think, is there something we're missing? Like, was her father abusive to her or was her father like at mal maltreated her? And that's why she's scared to tell him. And she, I don't think that's it at all. No, I don't think it's that it, I was to imagine cause I was trying to like have sympathy for her, but from what we're getting in the edit, y'all, it seems like her relationship with her father is really good and normal. She's a daddy's and he girl. Loves her, and she's a daddy's girl and she's, gets all she's spoiled and she gets what she wants i feel like yeah and y'all so the next thing is they're going to have she's like i've got a surprise so they are going she's telling him where to go and of course they wind up at a wedding chapel we've seen this from the previews and she says this is how you know she has no taste it's so fancy to get married in vegas yeah at this place said (laughs) No one ever. <laughs> now, I'm fine with Vegas weddings if you want to get married quickly and with not a lot of hullabaloo and just to do it and to have fun. I, I don't think, think it's fancy the, is the word I would use. <laughs> I think it's the best second wedding place to get married to. Agree. Usually do it. Either for your for your or actually usually second weddings are usually beach weddings. Easy beach weddings at a resort, just like with like five or six people. Then third, fourth, fifth weddings, especially if you're Papa Mar on the thing. He did two and three in Vegas, but I think they're great. I think it's great. There you go. So anyway, he says, no, I'm not going to do that, y'all. Did you see her crazy eyes? Her eyes get that big, like, how dare you? not do what I want because she's they, they, y'all, she's not used to not getting what she wants. They showed in the trailer in the beginning of the season of this season on 90 day fiance. They did not show it now. Or if they did, I missed it. Maybe I was writing, but in the trailer, they show her literally grab a hold of him and try to jump into his arms for him to carry her. And he kind of like gently, like let doesn't catch I may have her. missed it too. I, was I don't think riding. they showed it on this because they were showing even other crazy. But it's literally as if she's throwing herself at him and he's saying no. And that's where he says, this is, well, which isn't right. But he says, this is how a stripper gets married. And you deserve more than that. And he's, yeah. But then before that, she says, how are you not taking this? This is the opportunity to marry the woman of your dreams. I now, know. I wrote that down too. repeating back. She could be repeating back what he has said to her. Um, Not the way she said it. It's it's kind of like she's basically saying, you better do this now or we're never going to do it. And she was saying that because she's like, I know I'm the woman of his dreams. Anyway, and she even says, you deserve better than a wedding like this. I want to get married with my family around. And it's almost like, she hasn't listened at all to what he said. I guarantee you he said this before when when we're going to have our wedding with our family. And she and then then all of a sudden, I, I wish people, think about it, the genders were flipped here. This is not always a helpful thing. But imagine if a guy had said, let's just marry, get married in Vegas. And everyone would go, but, that, but she doesn't want that. She wants her family there. So yeah, exactly. uh, it's, it's just another helpful thing. This was shitty for her to do. I mean... It's we've seen on this edit. The first thing that's the most important thing to Patrick, you see, is family and building family. If you can't see that after dating him for they've been dating for several years, if she yeah. can't see that, this woman's clueless. Um, I agree. Should we take a quick break? Yep, we'll be right back. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. 
so catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much. For enrolling me in Planet Fitness to get my fitness dream taken care of. What's with the shirt he's wearing? I kind of love it. It says, Got Your Back, and it's a skeleton ripping on another person's back. I love it. That's the kind of shit I love. That's dark. I'm into it. I'm into it. That's dark. Y'all, Eva Muhammad, again, 73 days to wed. So they've only been, they've been together, what, like less, what, like a little over two weeks? Yeah. Two weeks and three days. Yeah. I'm, I'm either, wow. either they get married really quickly because he wants a green card, as we kind of see from the preview of next week. Yeah. Um, my question for you is, they've yeah. been seeing each other for a while. What did they talk about before he was there? Did they I have talk no about their relationship? 
And and more importantly, no. what did she ask him about his religion and if they had kids or or what his feelings I just I can't believe we're having these conversations on a treadmill in fucking New Mexico. I just don't get it. I she <laughs> uh, I'm telling you Eve read Eat, Pray, Love, or honestly, she probably saw the movie with Julia Roberts and said, I want that. And then she started traveling and then she met Mohammed and it's total kink. It's just kink. Yeah, it totally it's like is. She, she hasn't called him her Egyptian prince, but I know she would. She says it. Probably. She yeah. also she also keeps saying, I just want to get back to the place we had of love and connection and romance. It's the same story, y'all. Fucking, she read the fucking. book. It's like Love in Paradise. It's like Danielle from Love in Paradise. She wants the Ooh. she wants the romance story. Now, then do you my my thing is I I feel like she is Eve is constantly wanting him when the cameras are around to be the horrible Muslim man who doesn't allow her to do things. She's always yeah. like, hey, when when is he going to say this? Because she's like, is this okay? Is this, is this shirt, shirt okay? okay? She, she does. She wants him to be a horrible monster on camera. So either he's acting away behind closed doors, but I don't think That's he is. true. We don't know. But it's almost like, and he even says, it's fine, it's okay. Now, and he even says, you know, I'm not going to do this right here on camera. I'm just going to let this go. I don't think she's dressed appropriately, but I wasn't going to say anything. Um, he said, I just want to try to get the day going and do a workout and get so, in his reps and pumps. And he's like, I'm getting my stress out. I'm doing this. And that's when they get on the treadmills and they talk the wedding and the baby. And she keeps going. And uh, and I wrote, she, she talking about this. Isn't she 46 am i wrong is she 46 uh i no no she's not 46 eve is 48 years old so okay so there's almost oh, no chance she's gonna have a baby by I, natural child and y'all don't come at us baby we're not saying you can't we're not experts but we are being – I Googled this because I didn't want to be, you know, like talking out my ass. There is a two to three – statistically, a two to three percent chance that you can have a child uh, at 48 years old. And basically, statistically, you have to have intervention of IVF and embryo and all that or it's just not going to happen. So because – Which I have a women, feeling they haven't talked about it. Yeah, go ahead. No. But I have a they haven't talked about it at all. And weirdly enough, I realize I think this is all he was her kink. He was her Egyptian prince. And now he got over here and she went, this isn't what I want. So I'm going to push this baby angle and self-sabotage this. So he'll go back home and I don't look like the bad guy. Interesting. That's what I think the whole the, like Muslim thing, like the way she acts like, wait, what is Muslim? Like she has no idea <laughs> what about is Islam. What is Islam? No, like she knows I, nothing that, about it. That is a viable theory. I feel like for her, this is some sort of assertion of who she is. And for added to the kink, it's especially an assertion if it's with a Muslim man and she can say things like, no, the child will do whatever, what will the child, who, who's, who, who should say what the child would do. Now, I can't believe the idea that, that they had a child, they would raise this child Muslim had never came up. I cannot believe that. I because either, she knows I he is a very strict Muslim. Well, to a, yes. to a but to a unless extent, he wants to yeah. bang her, then he suddenly now it's okay to have sex, right? But maybe that's said, an issue. Yeah, when he said, "Let me make this clear," and but I think he was again saying, would again, have sounded threatening under any other voice than "Let me make this clear to you, my child, no. my child will be made Muslim." But 
I think he's saying that because he's saying, I keep trying to tell you over and over, and you're not listening to me. This is how it's going to be. And I have to say, I I think I agree with Eve that a child should choose whatever faith they want to choose. But I also agree that if a parent wants to raise their child who's a minor in a faith that is important to them, that is their right as a parent as well. Right. And that should be a, a something they talk about. Now, what he does say, and this was really interesting, he's like, no, we will raise the child till he's an adult in the Muslim faith. And then when he's an adult, he will decide what he wants to do with it. That is remarkably remarkable. Uh, Remar- I was shocked. He, I sh- was shocked. He said that shocked. I mean, th- that's why I feel like she's that's why, uh, desperately say, trying to make him yeah. a cr- like a Muslim extremist because and he's, he's just being not going to be quite, that. He's being quite reasonable, at least from what we're yeah. seeing. It's so. It's I mean, just, he's shitty. Don't get us wrong, but he's being reasonable about what he wants. Is he shitty? I don't know if he's shitty. I, I think he's shitty in the way he talks to her. Uh, but honestly... I don't see that. I don't see that. I don't think he's shitty. I think he's very... And come at me, sissies. Maybe i just forgotten things. I feel like he's quite fair and upfront and transparent about... He can't help but be transparent. Listen to his voice. His voice yeah. is transparent. No, literally, he, it sounds transparent. Like you can see through it. Like, yes. like a Coke bottle. Like, <sighs> like air can go through or, or like sunlight goes through it. Yeah, exactly. So he does say, let me be clear. Don't make him confused. Um, because I wish she would... She's like, what if he wants to be with my spirituality? I wish we knew what that was. If that well, is a combination of crystals, native religion, which is viable, or just and tarot cards, I, 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 I just wish that was something that she would put forth. Or I it's just, just think it's like, not realistic. It's not realistic, and I don't think he has a realistic perspective at all. And I went, honey, it's you're more than yours. Years, you're 48 years old and you're thinking that you can easily have a baby. Yeah. I just don't know why this was never talked about before. I ju- I, it just boggles my mind. So she, he says, now the one, one thing he does say, and this is, he says, Eve was raised with way too much freedom. Now that is very, that is, that is something like a hardline person would say. And so she's going to point to that. But he does yes. say, if my child will not be a Muslim, I would prefer not to have a child. And 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 the thing about it is, y'all, she will always pull back uh, to make him look like the bad guy, even though things like that make him sound like that. Um, but I just think that they're both but- so guilty of not talking to the other. They're true, but I think that's reasonable. I don't think that was a threat. I think that was him saying, hey, look, you're the one that wants to really have a kid. If you want to have a kid with me, I want to raise my kid Muslim. If my kid's not raised Muslim, then I don't want to have a kid. And that's the way I took it. He even said, if we can't have a kid, that's God's will. That's the way I took it. I, That's why I really is, think it's a self-sabotage of her. I, You know, I think you might have something there. And also, we are working really hard to fit Muhammad into a narrative. And he just, with that creepy Coke bottle voice and that kind of passivity, he's just not fitting into it. And Eve and her friends and even production, it feels like it falls short of that it's narrative like, as the yes. hardline Muslim man. It just does like the, for me. It's like the Get Out family trying to paint Kobe as a deadbeat dad. Right. And Kobe's exactly. like doing all these things. Yep. So I agree. Kobe They're is really too trying. pure for this world. Lord. Oh, I love him. There has, I love him. There has, there has rarely been someone on 90 Day that we that we can't really say anything bad about. And Kobe's uh, one of those. Oh, I'm very I'm 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 obviously 
He's very handsome on the inside, but I'm attracted oh, please to his don't. heart more. Please his don't. His heart. Um, should we just jump into the cosplayers, Jabri and Miona? Um, I actually remember was... we said we're gonna end. We're gonna end with Jabri and Miona. Oh, you're right. Remember? You're right. You're right. Let's do Karen. Let's, let's Karen talk Guillermo. about real, real, real quick. The only thing with Karen Guillermo that. I mean, let's just get to it. Is that uh, Guillermo brother? Guillermo, as soon as they said Guillermo's brother had gone, in, uh, Jose Joaquin had gone into renal favor, renal failure. I went, well, this sadly probably won't be long. Yeah, and he ended up dying the next day. He passed. Um, now he passed. What do you away. think about how how this to me? Number one, this is sad. I actually cried. I choked up about this, mostly from what. Not just he said about his brother, but what she said to him about his brother. That she said, um, I, I'm going to be, I'll, I'll, hopefully I don't mess this up. But uh, she said, you know, um, he, he loved you. He wanted, the, he wanted the best for you. And she's like, I have, I have really good memories of him when they were talking about him. Remember when he was always without, without a shirt? And y'all, she's doing what someone, a good person in a relationship would do. She's being empathetic. She's trying to help him process. And and that's why you can tell she loves him. Uh, also, Very he takes so. this. Yeah, and she's she's doing what two people who care about one another do. Unlike Kara's someone like Patrick and Thais. Yeah. Kara's a woohoo girl, but I think she's a good person and she really loves him. It's not like Emily who doesn't give a shit about Kobe or someone right. like that. It's very different. So the next thing they're talking about uh, is that and, – and Guillermo says this beautiful – like these beautiful words about it's really hard being an immigrant, especially someone on the nine-day visa because everything's happening around you, especially in your home country. You can't go home. And you feel so powerless because you can't go back. And if they died, you can't be there. And I think this is going to go down in one of those super poignant moments um, in 90 day history. They didn't have to include this, but I'm glad they did. No, I'm glad they did. And I actually think this will be felt more of what we just came out of in the pandemic, because so many yeah. people that weren't immigrants experienced this mm -hmm. for the first time of my family they members not, passing yeah. away from me around the world or even in another state. And I can't right. see them. I can't go be with them. Uh, I mean, I couldn't be with my own father the moment he died because I had, because of COVID, there were certain visiting hours. So this choked me up in that way too, because you always want to be able to be there for people. And I hope that people that watch this show, I hope it gives them a little bit more empathy into an immigrant's life here in this Me country too. and what they struggle and but have to go through. You can't come back. You can't go back. And, and Kara Guillermo, you, you probably stopped listening. But if you didn't stop listening, uh, our, our, our thoughts and love go out to you. What a horrible thing agreed. to experience. I can't imagine. And when he said my brother is, was the kind of person who was always positive and to honor him is to never change. I'm going to not tear up here, but to honor him is to never change who I am. And he was so proud of me. And yes, God, and I love be, Guillermo. And to be, and to be <sighs> myself because he loved me. Y'all, this, if you didn't yeah. think, if you didn't believe us, this solidified this couple's going to be in 90 Day Fiance Universe for at least five or six more seasons. Get comfortable with them. We've been saying it on the, the tell-all. If, if you don't see them in Happily Ever After, I will, I will eat my shirt. Not this way. Yep. But I guarantee the you, y'all. They're the new Alexi Lauren, Libby and Andre. They Get are. Ready. They they're, are. They, they're here they are. for that. And because... I think they are people that love each other, but they just also know how to get on each, each other's fucking nerves like nobody's yeah. business. And they're both camera stars, so that's how you know. Yeah. And they're both gorgeous. They are. And anyway. yeah, that now this was a coup in casting. This was smart. This was a really smart cast. Um anyway, our thoughts go out to both of them. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to talk about maybe not as smart of a cast? Jabri and Miona show. Well, okay. 
I just want to say I've this. I've said this before. Go ahead. I've said this before. It is hard for me to either get upset or angry or feel anything about this because it just feels completely false. Um, because so, we know for a fact that almost certainly they are married. Well, I want to say it's hard for me to get really invested and serious in this when your mother-in-law is reaming you out at a dinner table and you're wearing matching outfits like Scandinavian twins. <laughs> yes. It's really and hard for making, me to go like. And you're making hamburgers in what looks like a deep saucepan because okay. that's a real problem. Waste you of an all flat pan. If you're going to if you're going to make hamburgers besides grilling, you need a skillet, not a deep pan that you're going to destroy your burgers in. I don't believe he even put oil in there. Or even sprayed <sighs> Pam or anything like that. How did they not stick? That's what I, I know. need to know. Maybe their pans are that season. I had a problem with it. I didn't like Brian already to begin with. So Y'all, this is uh, Mahala, Shane, Grandma Shane, and Brian. They are having this confrontation dinner where they are going to talk to them about how they've been feeling. And uh, I I, I wrote down, I have indigestion already. (laughs) I don't want to be there for this. Now, um. We're, we're getting it. And, and mom finally they've been sitting there like, oh, thank you, Brian, for all this. And mom says, I can't pretend things. Bullshit. Yes, you can. You're a therapist. Yes, of you course, can. you're an actress. And she's like, we have concerns about you getting married. Now, this is interesting. As soon as Jabri started talking, I went, oh, my God, you're the problem. It's not just your family. You're the problem. Because he's like, well, I don't know why you're going. I don't know. I was thinking that I'm not sure that uh, she said, Jabri, I don't know why you're going along with this. Blah, blah, blah. And Miona says, we're handling this well. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She says, I don't Uh, know why you want to continue this if you have a lot of concerns. Right. And and even, even Grandma Shane says the pressure of this makes it seems like it's all stress and no joy. And uh, and Mahala says, what would happen if you didn't get married? Well, she'd be deported. You should know that by now. Um, but all of that is so interesting. Dad says, um, if the wedding didn't happen, uh, you know, you, you said you're going to leave him and that's not commitment. Then finally, okay. and, yeah. and Mahala says, if the, if the relationship is so fragile, what's two years? I, none of this I agree with, but he says, I'm frustrated. And uses this to go off on her and saying, you do this with a wedding. And y'all, this is, I guarantee, this is a pattern they've always done. So now we realize, for me, it's not just the parents. It is Jabri is part of the problem. He enables mom to lash out at these women, every woman he dates. This is a, this is a pattern. It one million percent. And I think that I had that same revelation too of because what happened is the 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 child finally feels emboldened to speak up for themselves because the parent has built them up so much with all of what and so now the child is speaking up and you really see that because he's saying all these things about Jabri and then as if as in the most sanctimonious piece of shit, what a fucking two-faced person. Mahala just says, I'm sorry, Jabri. I'm not going to sit here and let you call her names. And I said, "But you, I." she did no, everything but call her names. She called her saying, basically. That's part of the script of what they do. Yes. So, yes, so it's all yeah. in the script. This, y'all, this she, has happened six to 15 times before. He goes I out there, he you. says what he says what she repeats, he feels emboldened, and then she shames him again to remind yes. him that yes. he's worthless yes. and that yes. she's in charge. Even though I'm so glad we're on the same page about this because no, I had a revelation. It's, yeah. It's very like relational therapy shit. But you see that you see that she has 
She's insinuated what? Let's think about this. She's insinuated that Miona's a gold digger. She's insinuated yes. that she's a slut. She, and she's in- uh, that she doesn't really love him. Yep. She just wants, so wants to be here. But yet she gets on this high horse of don't call her names whenever, whenever Jabri called her an entitled millennial, which was fucking stupid for him to say. Also, she's not a millennial. She's like a Gen Z, if anything. Um, yeah, she's a Gen but, Z. And, but I want to say the things that he said to Miona about is this is your beach wedding. I'm feeling frustrated. Y'all, this is all just whiny, whiny, like teenager shit. That that yes. and was almost inspired by his mother, and yes. this is this it's a is very a codependent relationship. That they do it's codependent, and and if they're together, if if Jabri winds up staying with Miona, I guarantee you they will not be happy because ugh, the mom has programmed him so well, and he is so well. he is complicit in this. He wants to be this. And, yes. uh, and mom, and mom says, uh, uh, and, and I liked when, and finally Miela says, you shouldn't talk about our problems with anyone who's not us before you talk about it with me. That's valid. Yeah, that's valid. That's <sighs> that. And she, she's saying, she said, he seems like he's not committed and that he would be throwing away everything we fought for. Mm-hmm. And. And then Mahala says, Gaslight Mahala says, well, if the relationship is that fragile, do you think yeah. it will last? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Awful. And she said, it's just, and as Miona, it's not everybody else's wedding. It's just theirs. And so you see this Miona. Was, this was revelatory. This episode for them, for me, was revelatory in this, Again, in this relationship. If she wasn't such a a troll uh, on social media, I would feel bad for Miona, but she treats people terribly. And again, I do think she's treated Jabri worse than we've seen. She's the one getting the good at it. Like you she said, is. She's, I getting, think she's, getting, she's getting the best at it on the show. She's no the doubt. best at the show. I think she's way more terrible than what we're seeing on this show. They just aren't going to show it. Or. Or Miona has the awareness to not show it on camera. That could be true. Yep. Anyway, that's the show, I believe. What a good episode of 90 Day Fiance. It was boom, boom, boom. boom oh, boom, it was boom, candy. Boom. Really great episode. Y'all follow us on, not our website, it's still down, but go to our link, Tree Link. You can get tickets to our live shows there. Come see us this summer, summer for our second edition Summer's of Summer be fun. Should be fun we won't be going on tour for a while so if you want to come see us again our 10 million download shows in san diego we're working on stuff on that show that would be a good show if you felt like going to san diego y'all usually i'm i'm gonna say it's usually not that hot in san diego in the summer and now i said it and it's probably no we shouldn't say that we should not say that we should not, but it's usually pretty. So if y'all want to get out of the heat, it's a good place to go. Uh, so come see us out on the road. We appreciate you so much for all your support. Our patron and super sissies, if you're listening to this commercial free on the $8 tier, because you get it commercial free, we appreciate y'all so much. Be sure to listen to Southern Charm. Um, I think you all saw it. Somebody just messaged us on Patreon and said, I need Southern Charm. And I'm like, bitch, we dropped it yesterday. So y'all check yeah, your feed. <laughs> yeah, it's there. Check your feeds, everybody. Now, we call these people Lonely Hearts Poodle because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love in all the just wrong places? Yes. And if you haven't told your daddy you're going to get married, <laughs> it's time. Uh, you it's need to time. tell him. Spe- uh, uh, spoiler alert. He already knows, and he knows you'll gay. you gay. <laughs> and he knows you gay. Wait, Poodle. Have you ever gotten married and not told your daddy? Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. 
This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.